A lot of people say, just make the stuff that you want to make and the money will come. But I want to ask, is this actually true? Can we really abide by the if you build it, they will come mentality? This is what we are discussing in today's episode. There are two main stereotypes when it comes to creatives. The one who sells their soul and the respect of their art to make money, and the one who abandons the money to make their art. I believe there should be a balance between the two where money is not the end result, but the money exists to serve the mission. That's why I'm here to help mission-driven artists grow the right audience, create income with your creativity, and change your mindset around common fears that creatives face so you can live your calling of being a creative individual. My name is Lennon Bone, and my mission is to help artists and creatives like you change the way you see your worth. Welcome to the Stop the Starving Artist podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Stop the Starving Artist podcast. My name is Lennon Bone. If you've never been here before, thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you here. I know that you are giving up what is your most valuable asset, which is your time. And I don't take that lightly. So, you know, we're going to get into it here. We're going to talk about this idea of creating for ourselves or creating for other people. What's the balance here? And if we understand that balance, will this help us to avoid having our creativity become our job with a capital J? You know, we're all avoiding like this feeling of, having our creativity be a job like we'd love to have it pay our bills but we don't want it to feel feel rather like a job right so that's what we're talking about today so for the first time in a long time honestly probably three years i i sat down to make some music and you know this this was my life for so long um and those of you that that have been following along with some stuff you know that i post online you may have heard me say that I've kind of lost, I've lost track of, of like we're making music and being creative from a purely artistic sense. I've lost track of where that, that fits in my life. Um, so this is pretty weird for me, you know, and I, I, I want to approach it from two ways. I want to approach it by finally making stuff that I like, you know, making stuff that I want to make. Now, does that mean that I didn't like the other stuff I made? No, it doesn't. What it means is that when I was making stuff otherwise, it was usually for like a corporate gig or trying to create some sort of specific commercial music or, um, you know, doing a gig where I'm playing drums for somebody else, playing cover songs or you know, even when we were in the band doing original music, there was still a sense of like, how do we make this accessible, but also, you know, our own thing. And the the byproduct of all that now is that when I sit down to work on something, I'm not sure if anybody's going to like this thing that I want to make, to be honest. I'm not sure if anybody's going to think it's good. And that has me super concerned. And many times that keeps me from even moving forward. It keeps me from making anything at all. And, you know, it brings me back to this question of if we should just make stuff for ourselves and other people will just follow suit, why should I even care, right? 
why would I care in the first place? Because internally, the reason I think I care anyway, is because internally I know that if I don't have something here for people to grab a hold of, if I don't have a story here for people to hear and attach themselves to, if I don't have something that makes people feel like this is for them, then there's really, you know, there's no reason for them to like it, you know? And that's a that's a that's a hard thing to to grapple with sometimes because we just want the art to speak for itself. And you if you follow any of these things, go back and listen to two or three episodes, you'll hear me say it. Like that just doesn't happen, right? So I want to look at today some questions that we can ask ourselves to see who we should focus on and when. Like how much of, you know, one side or the other, meaning how much, how often should I focus on me and making something for me? Or how often and when should I focus on making something for an audience? So I think this comes down to really one thing, the goal of the project. And sometimes this is a challenge because we want the projects that we make to kind of do everything. We want them to grow our creativity, be exciting, get other people's attention, help us make money, all the things, right? And I have learned over time that's not the best way to approach our projects. <laughs> because it it when we put all that pressure on it, it creates a really intense expectation as we step into the creation of the project. So you heard me even say it, like it was hard for me to sit down and even get started because I just was so concerned about what other people might think. So there are really two goals that I've set aside. Um, and I, I think I think you'll find these helpful. So the first goal is is the following, is the intent of this creative project to make money or grow an audience? Is the intent of this creative thing to make money or grow an audience? If so, then there are there's something specific you need to think about here. You have to think about longevity. Can you enjoy this type of project for the long haul? Because it takes a long time to make money or grow an audience around anything, right? So if we need longevity, then we need to make sure that we're thinking about ourselves here, right? We need to make sure that we're going to really enjoy making this project because otherwise we're going to start to hate it. We're going to get burned out and we're going to end up frustrated, right? But you also have to think about how do you make this for someone and how do you present it to them in a way that they, so that they will want it as well? How do you pre present it to them in a way that makes them see the value in it and want to either pay for it or consume it or share it or whatever? And so if we don't think about those things, then we're going to be in deep doo-doo, right? So I did say the word doo-doo just then, you guys. I'm a father, so that's totally cool. Um, I'm, I'm really good at talking about poop. So anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, so I want I want you to think about those two things. Do you like this project enough to be able to enjoy it for a long, long time? And how do you understand how you can make this valuable to someone else? Make them want it as well, right? So if the if that's the intent, if the intent is to make money or grow an audience, you have to think about yourself and you have to think about the other person. Now, number two is, is the intent of the thing, of the creative project, to just grow as a creative? If so, it is totally okay to simply make this for you, right? And then you can choose to share this if you want, but you should do it with zero expectation of getting anything out of that sharing, except for maybe learning something through the process of sharing. Hopefully that makes sense. Seth Godin says this. He says, if you want to have a hobby, do it for yourself. If you want to create a business, you need to do it for somebody else. You need to do it with the intent of serving someone, right? Now, while I a thousand percent agree with that, I think even as we build our creative things, it's totally important for us to sit down and just try to grow as a creative, which means we should make things that are just for us and we should choose whether or not we want to share it. And we should completely expect that nobody will care, right? We are not entitled to someone giving a crap about these things that they have very little context around or very little understanding about why we do it or very little understanding about the belief or the stories around them. If they can't connect it to them, we shouldn't put the expectation of them getting excited about it, right? We shouldn't put that on them. So just before you start these projects, ask yourself those questions. Is this to grow an audience or make money? If so, think about you and your audience, right? If the intent is just to grow as a creative person, then this is just for you. Make it just for you and put those parameters around it, right? So in short, you should always make things that you love because if you don't love it, how can you ever continue to do it? But if you're planning to make money or grow an audience around something, it really helps for the audience to understand why they should like it. I was reminded of this as I sat down to work on this project, you know, where I was finally getting into the music and getting excited about it. And the only thing that let go of that pressure or that allowed me to release the pressure of what someone else might think was to say, I don't have to share this with anybody. And that's totally fine. I'm capable of just doing this because it's giving me energy. It's bringing life to my week, to my day. Um, it's refueling me. It's reminding me why I do this in the first place. And in the end, you know, maybe I make something that I want to share from a place of, of trying to attach it to someone, of trying to market it and do all the things that, you know, that we have to be able to do as creative uh, entrepreneurs. But, you know, that's neither here nor there right now. And it's totally okay for me to have projects that are like that. As long as if, you know, if making money is something that I need to do as a creative, I have to have projects in the works that are going to help me make money, right? And that's okay too. So I think there is a balance. 
I don't think that it's a one size fits all shoe. I think that you have to find what really works for you and where you're at and what you're doing. Um, but I hope that you found these ideas and these questions helpful. And if you want to figure out how to show up and be more you in all the things that you do, how to show up and be able to put yourself and your audience at the forefront of everything that you make, including things like social media, well, especially, specifically social media, I have a challenge that starts on Monday, February 28th, um, which should be just about a week from when I'm releasing this episode. And the challenge is called From Followers to Fans. The idea here is that we're going to spend five days together, actually, you know, an hour a day, over five days, and I'm going to be teaching you everything you need to create a social media strategy that feels more authentic and exciting to you while also getting the attention of the people that you want to be a part of your community. The goal here is that you'll actually be spending less time online and showing up with more ease and excitement and having people say, oh my gosh, I love this person. I'm so glad that I started following them. You'll start to get comments like, I'm so glad you are sharing this. This is exactly what I needed to hear. And you'll start to use these strengths that you have as a human being. These, I, I, I've heard it um, coined as like your zone of genius, right? We are going to dig into what your zone of genius is, and I have a really cool exercise that we're going to do together to uncover that. And you're going to be able to utilize the things that you're just really great at in social media and have it work for you. So you're not having to do all these like BS tactics that are constantly changing. What's not changing is how you connect to a human being. And that's the stuff that we talk about in this challenge. So you can come and join us at followers2fanschallenge.com. Again, followers2fanschallenge.com. Uh, it starts Monday, the 28th, and will run f until Friday of that week. Uh, and if, you know, even if you get into the challenge a couple days late, that is totally fine. We're going to allow signups up until the Thursday before the challenge ends. You'll get all the recordings of the teachings and uh, the Q&A sessions. But get in there, jump in, come be a part of what we're doing. I can't wait to meet you in there, and I'll look forward to it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Stop the Starving Artist podcast. podcast.